Welcome to Salty Crackers, where two middle-aged women discuss movies, books, things going on in the world, whatever crosses our salty little minds. Please enjoy the show, and listener discretion may be advised. Hey guys, I know you're probably sick of my voice by now. I really need to have Kirsten do some of these, but you know, right now you get me. I just want to give a little heads up that at the end of the podcast, there is a little bit of a darker topic being discussed for a short period of time. I hope that it is not a trigger for anybody, but I do want to give a heads up. Not that the show is for young children anyway, but if you have even a teenager listening, please be very aware that the topic may be very delicate for some people. I really want you guys to pay attention, talk to your kids if you need to about this topic, but also please just keep in mind that we did discuss whether or not we should keep it, decided that it does need to be heard. So please enjoy the show. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Summer. And we're Salty Crackers. And today we have a special guest. Always special. (laughs) The most specialist person ever. Specialist. (laughs) And don't forget it. That's right. And if you can't tell or guess, our special guest is our mom. Mom. Mama. Don't judge me, people. Don't judge me. (laughs) I did my best. At teaching us to be sarcastic buttholes. Teaching us how to get revenge. (laughs) Teaching us (laughs) teaching us how to fight and be there for our children when we fight. Uh, And trying to teach you not to swear. Well, I was just gonna say that this will probably be the least swearing episode we do unless we have you on here again. (laughs) We do respect our mom. I hope so. Very much. Well, yes, yes. And it's hard for her to backhand my teeth out of my mouth when she's in another town. But I do have to tell you people again, I am afraid of my mother. (laughs) (laughs) Which I do not understand. But we also know that I am her favorite child. So I, I am never in trouble. It's only because by the time she got to you, she was so tired of fighting with kids. She was like, all right, whatever. Because she had you. (laughs) Hey, I may have ended up being the worst kid, but I actually learned it from the others. Uh, Yeah, well, I had had four ahead of you, Summer, so. And that made me the most specialist child. Just the most spoiledest child. <laughs> I wouldn't say <laughs> well, that necessarily. Oh, but yes. But I did get more because you guys were gone and there were more resources. And hey, you know what? There's only one to worry about. Right. So. Not my fault. Well, no, that goes could, with our topic tonight. We could also say that because you were the fifth one and we're going like, I can't go through this again. We stopped and, at five. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I, I wasn't that difficult. Okay, I wasn't as angelic as Neil. But he was trouble too. Uh, yeah. Maybe I was the best behaved. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just going to say, Summer, by the time it got to you, you had learned from the mistakes from Tara that Aaron had learned, the mistakes that Neil had learned from Aaron, the mistakes I had learned from all the older three. And I still me- repeated some of them. Yeah. <laughs> And a little worse. So, what? With that being said, what? I don't want to know. (laughs) Oh, I have no idea what she thinks she knows. So, yeah, mom already knows, and I've never let her live it down. So, (laughs) Hmm. um, tonight our our topic is going to be on school plus kids equals trouble because it does. It's one of those infallible mathematical equations. (laughs) Well, if you were one of my kids that equaled trouble, especially the fourth one. Right. right? Yeah. (laughs) Like a lot. We're all in agreement. Right. But I just took it to a whole new level. Now, it wasn't like I was the first or the last. I just... And, I, and I've told my kids that they really need to not think that they can hide behind me because it was a mistake for me to do it when I was younger. Yeah. But mama always had our backs. <laughs> but see, I was you left don't in the wake. With, yeah, don't let, you don't mess with my babies. No. That's right. And those mama. people in Fernley learned that. And so Summer had it easy. No. In a way, I had it easy, but I was left in the wake because I would get up to a new grade and all the men teachers, oh, you're Kirsten's sister. They did not. They did. But all the women were like, oh, you're Neil's sister. No. And I was like, hello, can I have a name? Can I have my own identity? Because I'm neither one of them. (laughs) Well, yeah, but you know, Neil had those eyes. Oh. I, I know. don't know of a female on earth that could resist them. <laughs> you know, his grade teacher said, oh, I put Neil right in front of my desk because of those eyelashes. I just, <laughs> I just want to look at those eyelashes all the time. <laughs> See, that's trouble right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we all know how that can go. Yeah. But, Mom, where did it start with um, with having to back your kids against teachers? Was Tara ever a problem? There were problems with Tara. That started in Round Mountain. Oh, goodness. You know, um, I, I went to bat for every one of you kids that was in school in Round Mountain because... Um, the head teacher had it out for me, and so she took it out on you kids. What a horrible person. 
So, right. and I can't understand why anybody would have it out for me because I'm such a sweet, good-natured person. You are. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember a ton about things in school in Round Mountain, and I'm sure some members even less. Preschool, nap time. I had to sit on the naughty pillow because I didn't want to play Ring Around the Rosies after story time. <laughs> well, you know, when we moved to Lovelock, um, the um, kindergarten teacher, I think it was, was a sister to one of the teachers in Round Mountain. And so when we went there, your dad and I went in to register your kids for school just before school let out because we wanted you to, you know, meet some kids for the summer. And he looked at me and he said, oh, you're the one, huh? And I said, yes, I am. He said, well, what was that about? And he, I just told him, um, I can't even remember exactly, but basically. I find I can't work out with you. Yeah, just having problems with the teachers. And if I find that I can't work with you, I'll go over your head, too. Yeah. But that was the principal, not a kindergarten teacher. Yeah, yeah, that's the principal. And he just looked at me kind of funny. And we go to church on Sunday, and there he is. And I was like, oh. And we got to be really good friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did. He was awesome. Yeah, yep. I saw him back after my divorce, yeah. and he was telling everyone how he knew me. And since I was, you know, knee high to a grasshopper, <laughs> you would never knee high to a grasshopper. Oh, shh. that's why dad called me tiny. <laughs> well, I mean, how many times would we go into the store in Round Mountain and people would look at you and say, Shouldn't you be in school? Well, no, she's only four. Oh, right. So now you're telling everyone I was like the Jolly Green Giant. (laughs) Well, yeah, but when I started school, it was everybody was, you're not old enough to start first grade. Uh, Excuse me, I'm six. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so I know that you've had different incidences, Mom, with the different siblings. And there's the one where um, you got a phone call when Aaron was in high school about him urinating out in public. <laughs> I don't remember that one. On a bus. Yeah, it's like everybody on the bus was watching him or something. He was pissing in the um, parking lot or something. I thought it was on the bus, like on a wheel or something. No, what it was. <laughs> no, I don't remember that at all. Oh, I think I know Aaron does. Yeah. Um, How is it that you forgot something? And Kirsten, I remember. Well, well maybe selected memory. memory. <laughs> <laughs> the well, only time I remember getting a call about Aaron in high school was they called me up and said, Your son injured his finger. And um, playing soccer or something like that. Yeah. And you know we were we were a block from the grade school and the middle school, so I go tearing up to the middle school thinking it was Neil, and I'm standing there and all of a sudden Neil walks up to me. I'm going, let me see your hand, and he's going, what are you talking about? And I'm going, 
oh crap, wrong school. <laughs> so then I rushed out to the high school. How ridiculous and is that that they wouldn't tell you the name? I don't know. I mean, they said up at the school, but you know, we were down the hill. Yeah. From the middle school. So, huh. um, anyway, he had a green stick, green stick fracture. Okay. And I think it was his pinky. Yeah, wasn't he the goalie and he went to pick it up and some kid kicked the ball in his hands and yeah, his finger? Yeah. Yeah. And I remember we took him into the oh, uh, orthopedist and he stuck a pen between Aaron's fingers and started twisting the finger back where it was supposed to be. And Aaron's going, ow. And he's going, oh, that doesn't hurt. I said, mm -hmm. Aaron. Should we put a pin between his two fingers and twist it and see how it feels? And then he just, the doctor just kind of shut up. Right. Yeah. But <clears throat> I, I know that uh, by the time I got to even middle school, people were aware of who you were better than who <laughs> I was. And... <laughs> And you were offended. well. That's that's because um, the principal of the high school went to the middle school and became the vice. I think the vice principal at the middle school. I believe so, because it was Mr. and I'd had and a, Mr. Crawford. Yeah, and I'd had a run in or two with him at the high school over Tara. What'd she do? Oh, it wasn't what she did. It was her stupid teachers, you know, and there was that one that was like, you know, Ferris Bueller where they're going. Monotone. Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. Yeah. And, and his, he just spoke in monotone and Tara couldn't stay awake in his class. Oh, you mean like I, my geometry class? I, could be, I don't know. Ooh. Other than that, I don't remember much. That's it was all the trouble she got into for after school hours. <laughs> yeah, that could be. No, that's what it was. But most of um, the problems I had at school was because of Kirsten. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I don't really remember the one in the middle school where you came there and like you were on fire. Was that because they wouldn't let you go inside to go to the bathroom during lunch break? That was you, Kirsten. I know. That was you. I well, know, but was um, the reason? No, I, I called him up because I knew if I went down there, I was going to use foul language and probably hit <laughs> someone. So I was I, there when yeah. you made the phone call. <laughs> I dealt with it on the phone <laughs> because I figured I wouldn't swear on the phone and I couldn't hit anybody. <laughs> so what was that one about, though? It could have because, been because you and your friend had gone in to use the restroom during lunch hour and you both have got a detention or something. And you were the only one that they called into the office. And I'm going, excuse me. 
if she's in trouble, her friend is in trouble too. And they called you into the office. You were there when I was talking to them. Mm-hmm. And, and well, what's her friend's name? I said, I'm not going to tell you. Oh, oh, no. And I had him so upset he was calling me Mrs. Kirsten. Well, because he <laughs> called her Kirsten. Oh, yeah, Kirsten. That's it. Her name is and Kirsten. Going, She's not a curse. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so it began. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I wonder. <laughs> exactly. Never. never. <laughs> no. She's not a curse. Oh, no. Well, maybe, maybe she is. <laughs> Life would be so boring without you. <laughs> it wouldn't be as interesting, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be a bad thing. <laughs> yes. And then I remember um, I was in high school. I think it was my sophomore year. Not exactly sure. And I got into a fist fight with another girl before school even started. And what had happened was I had been almost seeing this guy for a little bit. His, I'm not going to say his name, but anyways, so um, I wouldn't put out. So he got with a girl in my grade who apparently did. And then she told one of my very good friends, Emma, that I was a whore. So Emma, <laughs> Emma told me. And uh, so the next day I went to school full intention of confronting this girl and beating her up. But it was before school started. We were in the hallway and here she comes. So I step in front of her and I start to confront her and she tries to step around me and I won't let her pass. I step in front of her and eventually um, it got to the point where, cause I told her, I said, you can't talk this shit and not think it's going to get back to me. And so I started thumping on her right there in the hallway and she grabbed my hair at one point and was pulling it. So it just, you know, it's not that it hurt. It's just kind of one of those, that's the way you're going to fight. Well, I'm just going to give it to you harder. So I was full on like punching her and I had her down on the floor, just really railing on her and then the bell rang and I get up and we're all going. So I get a phone, I mean, the call over the intercom, Kirsten come to the office. So I go in and I step into the principal's office and she's sitting two chairs away from the door. And so there were other chairs I could have sat in, but I sat in the one right next to her and I like even nestled up real close to her. And she had this, <laughs> She had this <laughs> she had this stress ball that the principal had and she's squeezing it. And when I sat next to her, she's squeezing it even faster and harder. <laughs> and he and I've got this smile on my face. And he goes, So um apparently you guys had a fight this morning in the hallway. And I'm like, Yes, sir, we did. And he goes, So what was this about? And I said, Well, she called me a whore to somebody I know I'm very good friends with. And so I confronted her and he's like, actually, he was like, uh, why didn't you try to talk to her first? I said, I did, but she wouldn't talk. So I beat her up and <laughs> he's like, well, you're suspended. And he like was really giving us a riot act. And I said, um, 
no, you're not going to suspend me. Mm -mm. No, it's not going to happen because see what she was doing was um, injuring my, my reputation and that self-defense. So I'm not going to be suspended. Nope. She's going to get it too. We're both going to get the same punishment. So I think he gave us like three days suspension or something like that. And it was like one at home suspension day. And the other two were like Saturday schools where you had to go to the school on Saturday and like clean buses and pick up garbage and all that kind of stuff. But she did, she got the same punishment. Good. And I'm the one that handed her ass to her. So, you know, but I do remember um, in the middle school, I don't remember. Oh, I think that was a fight too. And I was in the, in the office and the principal or vice principal was something about, I'm going to call your mom. And I said, go ahead and call her. She hates you anyway. She'll come down here and she'll kick your ass. <laughs> and did they call you mom? Oh, no, no. They <laughs> called you back. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> oh. So. By the time I got done with like fifth and sixth grade and I was up in the eighth grade, I, I knew mom was right there. And that you <laughs> abused it. I did. <laughs> I so did. I totally did. And I knew it. And so, yeah, when my kids were uh, older and uh, I was like, I have your back, you know, Try not to get into fights, but if you have to, you have to. I'll be there for you, but don't hide behind that either because that was wrong of me to do, and they all knew. I told my kids all these stories, and I had it pretty good that way, but there were times I had to go up there with fire in my eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I understand oh. that. Yes. Don't mess with my babies. Nope. Nope. Yeah. See, the most I really dealt with was <laughs> there was a substitute that just gave me the creeps. And I don't know what it was about him. And I had told mom. And mom, your response was do you remember? Mommy said, sit in the office. Don't he go said, into his class. Well, first of all, you said you need to trust your gut. And next time he's subbing, you go to the office and sit in there. So I walk up to the classroom. He's there. I turned right around, walked to the office. And the secretary, there are other students. He's like, what are you in here for? Why are you here? Go back to class. She uh, looks at me. And she's like, what do you need? I said, well, my mom. And she's like, just go ahead and have a seat. <laughs> I didn't get anything else other than that. So I just sat there. I'm like, that was weird. <laughs> it was that easy. Well, yeah. But remember when they gave you Mr. Stewart for, um, Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Yep. And I said, uh, Oh no, no, you're not going to have him for a teacher. You go in there and tell him you want, you know, yeah. when, when Kirsten had him and he was, making inappropriate moves towards her and yeah. I called the school board <laughs> yeah that, that was probably um, another one well my mom said okay we'll change you over to Mr. Hergert <laughs> yeah okay but when Kirsten had 
have a choice it was him or nothing yeah but i was lucky yeah they didn't want to deal with me yeah i'm sorry (laughs) so and then then we moved well no so my freshman year this was the funny thing was that i got into i think it was another history class and the teacher you know first day he's doing role and you know i'm a freshman but there's sophomores and i don't know if there was um juniors or not in there but there was a sophomore that we're friends with donnie and the teacher's like oh because he's the last thing he's like so are you related to kirsten and i'm like who you know kirsten and he's saying the last name and i'm like i don't know who you're talking about oh donnie went nuts what are you talking about? Your sisters. I'm like, Donnie, you're crazy. I don't know who you're talking about. I was tired of being everyone's little sister. It wasn't that oh, I was yeah. embarrassed. Well, I mean, I, I could have been embarrassed of you that, that year, but it wasn't that. It's just I wanted my own identity. Ugh. I paved huh? the road for you. <sighs> I hate to say this, Kirsten, but that road was a little bit rocky. <laughs> <laughs> Except everybody knew. Uh, maybe not. Let's not mess with her. Because oh. totally, when Summer came into high school, I already had established um, that fighting, I guess. That Well, so I had decided, Summer, that if if you got into it with anybody, I was not going to step in and interfere. I was going to let you either hand them their butt or let them hand you yours. And I would watch and I would make sure it stayed fair. So if it was you with one-on-one, that's fine. But if anybody else jumped in, I would step in and I would handle them. Or if know? or okay. if you had obviously lost and they kept going, I would have stopped in, pulled them aside and said, You've obviously won. Let it go. But I wasn't going to like fight your fights for you. Right. I was going to make sure that you fought your own fights. But people didn't mess with you. Well, did you know that it was because of you? There was almost a fight? No. Yeah. So it was freshman year and someone had, I don't know what it was, something of yours or Neil's. I don't know if it was a black light, something like that. And you told me, because this is when you were not at the school. You were probably at Elko. I think that was my junior year, Summer. Not not your freshman year. Oh, I guess that was your freshman year. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So you told me to ask for it back. And she got all mad. And then I was getting blamed for you not being at the school anymore. And it was all my fault. And I did this and she was going to kick my butt. Who was this? Uh, Monet. Really? Yeah. Yeah. She got her Hmm. panties in a bunch and I was getting blamed for all sorts of crap that I didn't know anything about. Hmm. Well, I don't know why they would think it was your fault. Oh, because supposedly I knew everything that you were doing, and I told on you. Oh, well, no, that wasn't it at all. 
Yeah, so that was the rumor hey, going but around. At least she had at least she had my back too. <laughs> yeah. And all <laughs> I was doing is relaying a message. Well. Yeah. Well. And then remember when I would get on the bus while you were still at school? Uh-huh. Get on the bus, go home. A classmate that had been my classmate for years walks by and he says, Hi, Summer. I said, hey, you're a couple seats back and you're like, do you like my sister? You better not like my sister. You better stay away from her. And he's like, I just <laughs> said hi. <laughs> I'm like, I am so sorry, Cody. Because there was nothing. Like, nothing. I know, but I was, anything. I was probably joking, too. Halfway, oh, at least. Halfway. Okay. You mean like, <laughs> like when you threatened um, Aaron's friend with a knife? Under the door. <laughs> I was totally joking then. That wasn't even serious. That one was definitely a joke. I, I know. I know. <laughs> but you scared the tar out of her. <laughs> Kirsten, why don't you explain this story? <laughs> okay. So Aaron had his friend. I can't remember her name. She was Tiffany. coming over. That was it, Tiffy. And she was coming over for dinner. And I was in the kitchen actually helping mom prepare dinner <laughs> and I had a knife in my hand. She came in and I think Aaron gave her a hug and I came with this knife in my hand and I said, you better get your hands off my brother right now. And I'm holding this knife up in a threatening way. <laughs> She's like, uh, uh, and her, her eyes are like going back and forth to people. And I said, oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> We are a perfectly normal, safe family, I promise. <laughs> but, you know, so she did yeah, stay for we dinner. Are. Yeah. But yeah. remember, they had that uh, watermelon-flavored Kool-Aid. Which was clear. Which was clear. Which is wrong. <laughs> because, <laughs> like, we knew that there was watermelon-flavored Kool-Aid. Oh, that we was planned clear. it out. Well, but, you know, even when you're, like, thinking you're taking a drink of water ends up being watermelon flavored Kool-Aid or something. And you're like, Oh, that's the worst tasting water. It, it throws you off. So having some color in there would be a good idea, but it was perfect for dinner because, you know, we'd have Kool-Aid at dinner time and Neil didn't like it being clear. So he had some food coloring that he got kept hidden under the table. And when she wasn't looking, he put a couple drops in his glass and then here it goes. Out you know, the picture clear. Yeah, in everybody's glasses. And as soon as it pours in his, it's a different color. She's like, what in the heck? And it totally psyched her out. Well, and then she took a drink. And she has this weird look on her face. And we're like, what's wrong? She's like, uh, like, don't you like friendly water? <laughs> yeah. And just no. messing with people's minds is it's something that runs in the family. Yeah, I was saying nobody holds a chance of like surviving us the ones that do oh, they're, I don't know. they're keepers <laughs> yeah well, well we like our jokes yeah so with that I subbed a fourth grade class today that I will be subbing tomorrow as well and I had to hand out permission slips for their field trips and there were three field trips all on one slip. And the kids are looking at it. And the second one was going to the cemetery. 
<laughs> and this girl looks at me and she's like, why are we going to the cemetery? I'm like, I don't know. Sounds like fun. And they're like, this is really weird. I said, maybe I should just show up and jump out and scare you guys. And she's looking <laughs> at me. She's like, what? Did you hear her? She just said. I'm like, come on, that'd be fun. <laughs> and they're fourth graders, so they're totally okay. That makes them like nine years old. They can well, handle a joke. Nah, ten. Okay. Fifth they're- grade is ten years. So the funny thing is, my daughter's in fourth grade. She's going on the same field trip. Her teacher <laughs> handed me the slip so I could just sign it and turn it right in. I volunteered to go to the cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> when is this field trip? Well, I might show up too. <laughs> I, I'll have to. It's like. Well, you know, that's like Neil. Next week or so. <laughs> That's that's like Neil. Um, The guys out at his work, some of them were, I mean, stories about it being haunted out in that area and stuff. And and so he was always trying to figure out some way. And I think this is where the gargoyle and the ghost or the witch or whatever came in. Yes. (laughs) He was always, always trying to figure out some way that when they drove by, he could... Get this ghost to come up out of the sagebrush and scare him. <laughs> yes. So I was actually living in Pahrump when Neil was trying to figure out the witch. And he's like, yeah, I found the perfect place to put her. And this, I'm like, oh, goodness. <laughs> he's like, but then I'll have to take her down. Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> no. Um, so. Yeah, well. With my kids, I've, I've had just, I don't know, maybe it's that whole, about your kids, you'll get a hundred times problems than you gave your parents, <laughs> which knowing that my mother was a problem child for her kids and <laughs> I mean, her parents and, and then she had all you. five of us and I'm, I don't know when you could max out the trouble. Like when there's no possible way it could get worse, but oh yes. So Kirsten, I didn't have so many problems with, but I definitely had my phone calls with Paul. And I remember one of them, I got a phone call because um, he had a pocket knife in his pocket, but we, (laughs) he had to feed the animals. He had to feed the cows and horses before he went to school that were right there that we had at Ely at the time. And so he had cut the twine and then had forgot about his pocket knife. So I go into the school and they're like, um, what it was, they kept it. And then I had to go get it at the end of the day. But I told the principal, I said, he cuts twine, he feeds animals before he comes to school. And they're like, well, we can keep it in the office, but in order for him to get it back, you have to come to the school. So at the end of the day, I went to the school and I go up to the front desk and they, I say, I'm here for Paul's pocket knife and they hand it to me he's standing right beside me and I turn and hand it right to him right in front of him I'm like here's your knife and that was it you know it was a freaking pocket knife and it doesn't matter apparently how long the blade is or anything like that you just can't have it but and I get that and he didn't do it on purpose but I'm not gonna keep his knife from him he had to have that and we were like branchers so whatever but then the problems really started with Hank Mm -hmm. Um, 
he's been my biggest problem child, but uh, it's not always his fault because he's always had a, a lot of energy and he's been on speed dial. Well, as I guess because of him, I've been on speed dial with the school since he was in preschool, which oh, was at the school. So he has been suspended his kindergarten year, first grade, second grade, I want to say third grade, then sixth, seventh, and so far in the eighth grade, he has not been suspended. And we're coming at the end of the school year. So whoop, whoop. fingers crossed. Right. The years he Make didn't get suspended. <laughs> what? Make progress there. Well, you would think that there was progress for him not being suspended um, at the county school over by Duckwater, but that wasn't it at all. They were just really cruel people. Um, and so I found out that one girl, and Hank has the scars from it, but she clawed his neck and he has on it. And so he took her and bashed her head into the brick wall. And, you know, he didn't get suspended, but he got in trouble. And I'm like, do you guys want to see the marks on my child? Because that child's allowed to do that. My, my child defended himself or whatever. And then there was um, me finding out that he was, he was allowed to play with the older kids because he was so um, active and everything. But the older boys were playing really rough with him. And one of them like would take him and like slam him over their knee. And so I ended up going to the school and it got to where they started getting afraid of these phone calls. Cause I would call them after school hours and be like, I need to meet with you. And so I show up at the school and the head teacher, cause they really only had one official teacher. The other ones were paras. Mm-hmm. And I'm all like, I understand. Cause I had shown up there multiple times to drop something off or to pick somebody up. And the teachers, um, were during break or recess, all three of them were walking from like the front of the school to the gate to where it led onto the highway there and back and forth. They were getting in their steps because they were all on this fitness kick. And I said, I understand you guys, you know, getting your steps in and trying to be healthy and kudos to you, but that is not what you're being paid for. I said, while you guys are doing this, my son is being left to be bullied by these bigger boys that or just slamming it. I said, if you're looking at a broken back or something like that, I said, there's a problem here. And so they started like, well, we'll see if we can walk in a circle. And that way somebody's always um, watching him. Cause I told him, I said, you are not being paid to do your steps and stuff. And then um, I get another phone call because of whatever him using foul language or this and that. And I happen to know that the other kids were using foul language too. And I go in there and they're like, well, da, 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 da. He's sitting here and he's like right within arm's reach and I'm hearing him. And I said, let me ask you this. How many of the other kids do you have within arm's reach of you all the time? Well, none. I said, and that's the point. I said, you're only catching him because he's with you all the time. And is that fair to him? Or do you think maybe you should be doing this with the other kids? So then it comes down to, Hank's telling me and his father that these teachers are really horrible. Um, And I found this paper he had written these things on and then had folded it long ways and had stuck it um, on the top bunk. But 
I wasn't snooping through his room. I think I went in to check on him one night and I saw it. So I pulled it and read it and it was bad. The things he had written on here was like these teachers and how they're stupid and the things they were saying. So the next day I said, Bobby, do the teachers call Hank a creep and a pervert? She's like, Oh yeah, mom, they do it right in front of the whole class. And then I'll sit there and they'll yell at him because it was a two room schoolhouse. So you had the really young ones in one room and the older kids in another room. And they were like one door apart and it's like concrete center block. So it echoed mm-hmm. and she'd take him right outside the door and just keep yelling at him. And this wasn't even a teacher. This was a para and her name is Randy. She's mm-hmm. a stupid freaking. Yeah, we're good. C word, B word, M or F or. And wow, anyway, all the. Yep. But see, yeah. I felt because mom's on the phone. But because mom never yeah. listens to our show. <laughs> well, she can't chastise me. Only twice the episode. <laughs> this one I might not listen to because I don't want to hear myself. Right. Whatever. <laughs> You'll listen but, to it. So um, I messaged the main teacher that night and I'm like, I need to talk to you right away. And so the next day she hadn't slept all night. She was so worried. And I show up fire in my eyes and she may have had the, the actual like director of this principal, whatever there. And I'm like, this is a problem. And I ripped ass and I'm like, my son is not a pervert. My son is not a freak. My son is not stupid. And you will not allow your teachers to talk to my son like this. And it was, it was just a wreck. And I think that was like, I don't know. So yeah, it's been a problem. And then when we moved here, I don't know if Hank had been suspended earlier in the year before we moved here. We moved here in October, but from October to June, he got himself suspended at this school three times. Oh no. And I'm like, oh, but this year so far we're good. Yeah. Got him. Uh, he has matured a little bit, but he's, you know, he diagnosed with ADHD, which was a big part of the problem. These teachers would, oh, he just could not contain that energy. It's not something that you want to have. It's not something that you're asking to have. And he just was bouncing all over the walls. And mom, you saw it. You could see it in him. It's yeah. not something that he could control. It's gotten better with age. I don't know if it's like the hormone change with puberty or just maturity. I don't know what it is, but he could not control himself. And we tried every single thing we could. We tried the, the essential oils. We tried caffeine. We tried everything we could and I tried the medicine last and that was just the worst, the medicine. And I'm just like, there's no way I can do this child anymore. It was, he hated it so much. He would try to like fake taking a pill. But if I got a phone call that day, I knew he hadn't, mm-hmm. but it was the worst. Like it totally took my son away. It made him a zombie and he couldn't eat at all, all day long. On meth, his pupils were dilated, but I guess that kind of like um, what would normally speed somebody up slows down somebody with ADHD. Yeah. But he 
complete zombie. My son was gone. It was just a shell that looked like him, but he was completely gone. And it was just awful. So I had to take him off that medication. I couldn't do that anymore. It was the worst. Oh, yeah. I've seen plenty of students with ADHD. And the first time, and I had forgotten that you had told me about the caffeine with Hank. Mm -hmm. Um, I get into sub and this kid's just talking about how he drinks. I don't know if it was an energy drink or coffee or something. And I'm just like looking at him like, you are one who doesn't need it at all. And then later on finding out that he had ADHD and I'm like, Oh yeah, Kirsten. Yeah. Okay. But I've seen, and every child reacts differently because Mm -hmm. there's another in that same class, there's a girl. And when she's not taking her medicine, she is so spaced out. I went on a field trip with that class. And as we were walking back to the bus, downtown salt lake she started just walking past the bus following some random woman wow i am the person because i am so paranoid about kids disappearing that i ran after her i'm like no 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 you got to get on the bus over here she's like huh oh man and that was from not taking medicine wow yeah you know, I was diagnosed with uh, ADD, attention deficit disorder, and that's without the hyperactivity when I was like, I don't know, middle of my junior year, but mom wouldn't let them medicate me. Well, I don't blame her. Good job, mom. <laughs> well, I'd heard too many bad things about that stuff. and Well, and no. see, I'm not even going to say anything negative about it because, you know, I have seen where it really helps this one girl and I think that's where a parent really has to trust their parental instincts maybe you do try it and see that it is not the thing like you did Kirsten you know you realize yep not worth it I'm not doing that to my child and you continue searching for the right thing so I won't speak bad about it and I'm not going to necessarily praise it either it's totally dependent on how it reacts with the individual right and I tried the the coffee with Hank Mm -hmm. and that worked probably the best out of anything except that he started throwing up after doing that for a while and I'm like okay we're done with the coffee we tried the sugar-free energy drinks and that didn't really help a whole lot and, you know, you don't want to give them sugar to make it worse. You want to just get them the caffeine, mm-hmm. but it just, it doesn't, it didn't work as well. And yeah, it was just, it's just been a mess, but this year has been good. And, um, Bobby, I've gotten a couple phone calls on her, but you should, I'm, this is not an exaggeration. I get a phone call from the school that pops up, you know, middle school. And I answered like, okay, what do you do now? Oh, no, 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 no. It's okay. Or else they'll call me and be like, Kirsten, this is Mr. Such and such from this middle school. And I'm like, oh, and he goes, so he didn't get in trouble this time. This is actually a good phone call. But they already know. When when I answer the phone, they're like, okay, so Kirsten? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, I'm not kidding. Like they've actually called me and they'll have it on um like speaker and Hank will be in the room 
And I'm like, oh, what do you do now? Yeah. <laughs> or one time I'm like, I get this phone call. I'm like, what do you do now? And it's on speakerphone and it's Bobby. Well, this time it's Bobby and we do have you on speakerphone. And I'm like, so what'd she do? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, luckily I have never had to get a phone call due to what my any of my children have done. I have had to more or less call out my oldest because she developed a gift for pinning people against each other, trying to twist things to benefit her. And she would give me a story about something and I would go straight to the school. And then she realized she shouldn't ever do that with me because I will go straight to the source. Right. Uh, But then back, oh, two years ago, Savannah comes home and she told me about an incident, not that she did, but one that was done towards her. So a little boy in her class decided to show her his penis. And she said, as soon as he started, she closed her eyes and like ran away because it scared her. But luckily, I communicate with my children at a very young age because you can never start young enough. And she said she went and told her teacher and didn't make it publicly known. So she kept it very quiet, but communicated with him immediately. And she's telling me this at like eight o'clock at night. And I'm sitting there saying, huh, how come I haven't heard from him? I was working at your school. He could have walked down the hallway. She's like, I don't know. So I immediately sent a, an email to the principal. Hey, Heather, <clears throat> were you aware this happened? And she responded, no, I hadn't heard a thing. Next morning on the way to school, I get a phone call from the teacher. Mm-hmm. Oh, Summer. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm so sorry. I totally forgot to let you know but I contacted his parents uh-huh okay well you need to let me know when this stuff happens this is my child right yeah that one yeah uh mama bear came out on that one you're not going to just blow that off and not tell me because I actually have open communication with my girls and mm-hmm. this is one of those reasons why. But then I also have to remind people, don't teach my kids stuff because I'm the one who's going to get the phone call if my right. kid does that at school. And I don't want that. So talking about open communication with your parents and your kids. So um, mom had surgery and she was laid up in bed, but I had been harassed by a, a boy, me and my friends, um, for a while. And we had gone to the gymnasium to get our report cards or whatever progress reports for the semester. And we were walking back and he was walking behind us to the school and he was calling us all kinds of ill-favored female names. And we get inside and I, by then I was just, I was done and I was an eighth grader and I don't know, I handed my friend something, something I was carrying and I grabbed this boy who was taller than I was. He was a seventh grader, but I think he'd been held back a year. I'm not sure, but he was bigger than I was. And I grabbed him by the front of the shirt 
and I slammed him face first into the lockers and then slammed him down on the ground. He's sitting on his butt. He gets up, he comes at me. I grab him by his shirt again, slam him face into the lockers. And then the just, just repeated this thing like three times by the third time when he got up, like all these kids were standing around watching. He reaches into his back pocket, pulls out his glasses, which are now broken in half. <laughs> and he looks at me and says, you're lucky you're a girl. And I said, you're damn right. I'm lucky. And we go into the locker, uh, not the locker room, but the bathroom right there. And I just burst into tears and my friend's laughing at me. She's like, what are you crying about? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so I get, I think it was an adrenaline letdown actually, but um, I get home and I go into mom's room. Do you remember this mom? No. Well, I go into kind of. I go into your room and you're, you're in bed and, and I'm like, mom, I just beat up a boy at school. <laughs> and I said, good, probably. Yeah, you, you did. You're, you're like smiling and you're like, good for you. And, oh, yeah. Say, so, by the way, this is a little bit off the subject, but. You're talking about volunteering to go on field trips here the summer? Yeah. I think that you should continue to do that. Yeah. Having Going on field trips with your kids is going to give you a lot of good memories, and it's going to give them a lot of good memories. And besides that, you know, it's fun. Oh, it is. I love doing it. So I'm, I'm going... This coming Friday on a field trip with Rebecca's class. And Savannah's class is doing one the same day. But, you know, I already went on with the one with Savannah this year. I don't know if Rebecca's going to have any more. She does. And I'll definitely try to jump in there. And, you know, I'm lucky I have that option where I don't have to accept a subbing job. Yeah. Um, but I have also subbed all fourth grade classes so I know these kids and they're all fun there's you know you have some of the troublemakers ish and I inform them that they're my best friend for the day because if we're best friends yeah. they're not going to act up right and I get that look of dread they're like oh crap like that's right we're best friends and you're going to be good for me right yeah I think I chaperoned Every field trip I could with every yeah. one of you kids. And I'll, in fact, I was down in the basement the other day and I came across a newspaper that had an article about when President Reagan went to Reno. Uh -huh. <clears throat> and I remember going to that with Neil and his class. Yeah. It was kind of exciting, you know. I mean, how often do you get to see the President of the United States in person? That's right. Even so if now, he is a little dot on the stage. <laughs> but see, now you're uh, cluing people into how truly ancient we all are. Well, but you keep <laughs> talking about it. I mean, if, if you guys are 200 years old, I must be a thousand. <laughs> well, yeah. But don't worry, Mom. You only look like you're 55. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I keep telling you to go to hell for lying the same as stealing. <laughs> <laughs> we all knew I was going there anyways. I'll save you a spot, Mom. <laughs> yeah. Along with Grandpa? 
Oh. Mom, remember when we went to uh, Virginia City when we lived in yeah. Burnley? That was so much fun. Like, I don't think people really enjoy hanging out with their parents. And I guess it says a lot about our relationship with mom and dad. We enjoyed hanging out with them so much. I don't even remember hanging out with any of the other kids. It just seems like mom and I were there having a good time by ourselves. Honestly, that's what it felt like. And oh, yeah. We rode the train or whatever they had there. We had a good time doing oh, that. Yeah. I remember stops and we were like looking at all the stuff there in Virginia City. And I remember getting like a rock candy thing. And it was just fun. Yeah. So when yeah. I went on the one with Savannah earlier this year, I made sure to sit up with the teacher so that way I didn't embarrass her. But she would definitely having fun with her friends and I'd see her every now and then look up at me and smile and then of course I was with her group and you know she'd try to play it cool but then she'd be like run up and give me a hug right and when I sub their classes that's all they do is smile especially Rebecca she sits up at the front and it's so funny because the whole time I'm up there teaching she's sitting there at her desk with her hands folded smiling <laughs> it's like a permanent <laughs> smile on her face. Oh, I went yeah. on a field trip with Kirsten and her class. Um, we went and we camped overnight over by Carson City somewhere. And then we the next day we drove to Reno and did that astronomy thing, Mom. What oh, is yeah. that? Um, and mm-hmm. You know, I, we had fun, you know, and we slept in the tent together and then I was just tired the next day. And I, you're sitting in this darkened room and these chairs that lean back <laughs> and it's got the stars and somebody's talking and I totally crashed. Like I fell asleep. It gets done. And I'd been sitting next to, uh, this guy I'd worked with at a mine and, uh, we we're walking. He goes, you were really snoring. <laughs> like oh dang it not that I was snoring but that everybody knew I was asleep because I was snoring <laughs> but yeah good times well, yeah. there are fun ones and there are educational ones you know like um I don't even remember which one of you kids it was <clears throat> we went to the um newspaper office you know where they print them there in Reno hmm. that was that was interesting. Couldn't tell you much about it at this point in my life, but yeah, I remember it was interesting. Absolutely. <laughs> at the time. I don't remember. I don't. I don't think that was me. That was one of the really old kids, not us. Probably. Us, us young. I don't know. I don't know. And we, <laughs> to go out to the oh that mine where they were mining diatomaceous earth. Out there, out of Lovelock, with one of you kids. I think that was Neil, but I'm not sure. Could have I don't been Aaron. You ever going on a field trip with me? Really? I don't remember. That doesn't mean it didn't happen. I just don't well, remember no. you ever being the one. I'm See, sure I must have. That just means that I should be your favorite because I remember these good times. They were that impressionable, and Summer didn't appreciate you, so you should love me more. <laughs> no. But talking about getting in trouble and 
people not answering for their crimes. Summer, mom. What? When you guys were living in Ely and Summer was skipping school every day. And so they rewarded you by letting you move to another town to finish school. Well, I actually went to school then. See, you rewarded well, it her. It was either that or she uh, flunked out of high school. Yeah. Or she'd have to repeat the year. Why not just yeah, well. get it over with? I was surprised I graduated. <laughs> I was there for your graduation. Yeah. I was almost late, too. Because of me? Well, because I was in Reno. And, you know, Jason and I were almost late for our own wedding. <laughs> we were like some of the last people to show up. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I was in Reno and I had to drive all the way back to Fernley for the ceremony. And like everyone was all ready. I'm like, oh, whoops. Uh, yeah, I'm here. We're cool. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, it's not that I was a bad kid or a bad student. I just got to the point where I hated being there. I hated who I was around. I was a very, very angry teenager. And now that I'm a parent, I'm like, I was in such a bad place because, oh, yeah, this is a, you know, parents kind of sending up for you. When it was decided that I was going to check out of the high school in Ely and move to Fernley to finish. Dad told me I was 18 because I asked him, like, do one of you need to come check me out? And he's like, no, you're 18. You're an adult. You can do it yourself. Cool. Okay. So I went in. And honestly, the first thing I wanted to do, and like I said, as a parent, it just terrifies me that I was there mentally. I wanted to chain the doors shut and burn the school down. Wow, Summer. That is how angry I was. How, what a bad place I was in at that time. That's but really dark. It is. You might want and to I'm edit like, that out. <laughs> well, I think it's good for people to know that you may not know that your child is in that spot and you need to be aware. And I'm not saying that it's bad on you, mom, but it's proof. I think it's good on you that you raised me to the point where I could sit and logically think through it because I was always the happy kid. I was the one yeah. that you never would have expected that from. And but you were pretty miserable those last two years there. In, yes. In, in and Ely, you, were you, know. able, you were able to see it and take the appropriate actions. Because I was in such a dark spot that I even thought about, I'm like, you know, there are a few people I really like in this school. Oh, that's okay. God will sort it out. But... Hmm. Obviously, I did not act on that desire. It had gone through my mind. But I walked up to the office and I said, yeah, I need to check out of the school. And the office lady's like, you need a parent. I said, I'm 18. Nope, you have to have a, a parent check you out. I said, call my dad. So she did. Hands me the phone. I'm like, hey, dad, they won't let me check out. They say you have to do it. Hand the phone to her because he said, let me talk. And all I get was a, okay, and she hangs up. Okay, here you go. You can check out. 
I don't know what dad said to her, but I have a feeling it wasn't very nice. <laughs> because it was kind of like a, oh, I'm in trouble. Okay, click. No. Now, I would like to know what he said, but, you know. Why didn't you ever ask him? I was angry. But you never asked him in all those years? No, because <clears throat> I have his memory, and it's not like I think very well. Well, I made sure I got things from Dad before he died because I didn't want them to be gone forever. Yeah. Like the real Swedish pancake recipe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So. Um, no. Well, no. Kids yeah. can be a problem, but, you know, parents need to have their backs, but not to the point that they take away the consequences because that's a problem, too. Yeah. Like, I don't well, I, I remember one time, Kirsten, that they, they were going to suspend you from school. <laughs> I remember this. And mm -hmm. I'm, I called up the school and I said, why are you suspending her? Well, she this and this. I said, so why are you rewarding her? She hates school. By, yeah. by suspending her, you are rewarding her. Oh, yeah. yes. Because I, I totally took advantage of those days off. I would walk around town, do whatever I wanted to. Yeah. But I think that's Not why you ended up doing the Saturday beautification. That could Maybe. be. Because I don't know. I think, Mom, that you were fine with her being punished. Because, of course, you were fine with her being punished. But you were not okay with her just not going to school. I was okay that's with right. it. You know, <laughs> I just said she hates school. And by not letting her go to school, you are... And I'll give her in-house detention or don't yeah. reward her by, by keeping her out of school. And of course, if I, if I were home, you wouldn't have been out walking around town, but you had to work. I was undoubtedly at work. What, what? Washing old butts. <laughs> Saggy old butts. Any butts that have melted off? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> You can't the remember it. <laughs> it it just kept you young, Mom, with all the experiences we gave you. Which Mom. is why I don't want people teaching my kids bad things. Because I've already seen the experience. Well, it, it must have kept me young because my hair's not white. <laughs> <laughs> I know, for being a thousand year old. Yeah, that's pretty good, Mom. Yeah. 55, <laughs> summer, 55, wink, wink, hint, hint. Yeah. So <laughs> that uh, always I... makes, me, makes me think of the song that my dad used to sing to me once in a while, and I can't remember it. And the last time I asked him to sing it, he couldn't remember it either. But it was something like, I'm the oldest man in the world. When um, Adam created, or when God created Adam, I was peeking around the bush. <laughs> <laughs> that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> so we should probably call it a day 
Probably. But remember, parents, have your kids' backs, but do not take away their consequences. That's right. Because and kids laugh need somebody with them. to laugh with them. Laugh with them. <laughs> laugh with laugh them. They, with need, them. they need somebody to have their back, but they need to also understand they can't hide behind mom and dad. <laughs> That's true. Because I did. <laughs> but what we also need to know is even if they somewhat appear fine, if you see any change, communicate. Yeah, enjoy your kids. They're pretty cool. But, you know, mine are the best. I don't know. (laughs) Mine are pretty special. (laughs) I think mom's got got the winner there. (laughs) I don't know. I look at my kids and I'm like, you know what? They're so much better than I ever could have been. Uh, Give them time. You've got a 10-year-old going on 21. I know. But she's so dang fun. Oh, yes. When Bobby was four, we were standing in the grocery store at the checkout. And some lady goes, she like bent over. She goes, you're so cute. How old are you? And Bobby put her hand on her hip and stuck it out and goes, 16. Oh, no. And I'm like, that's awesome. Two more years, I get to kick her out of the house. And the lady looked at at me like I was insane. And I said, well, you heard her. She's 16. They get out when they're 18. She's done in two years. (laughs) Well, mom, thanks for coming on tonight and talking with us. And we'll probably have to have you again. Well, thanks for inviting me, and um, you'll probably end up recording this all over again without me. No, <laughs> no. it wouldn't be nearly as fun. Uh, okay. Yeah. I love you guys. <laughs> love you, Mom. Thank love you. you. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. So, thanks for joining us tonight on our <laughs> podcast of school or whatever, school plus Students equals trouble. Yeah, (laughs) nothing but trouble. (laughs) All right, all you salty people. Take care of your kids. Take care of yourself. Adios. Bye.